Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hey guys, welcome back. This is your co-host Italia and Crystal. And today we're just going to be talking about whether you should go in the lane of being a solo entrepreneur with lashing or if you should be working out of a salon. Yeah, so that's kind of just based off of you. And if you want to do this as a side hustle, just some extra money while you do something else, maybe school or whatever you have going on, or if you want this to be your full-blown career and you want to do it full-time. And if you just want to like go straight into it full blown all at once and kind of devote a certain amount of time to it, if you have like a certain vision of where you want to be with it, or if you're just like Italia said, trying to just do it on the side and not make it into something crazy at first, there's definitely different avenues you can take starting to do this. A lot of people start as a side hustle and then it turns into a full-time <laughs> job and, yeah. and a lot of people fall in love with it. So I definitely think it just depends on what your goals are and what yes. you're looking for. But I also feel like a lot of people really can't ever like decide like what do I want out of doing lashes? Mm-hmm. And I think that everybody kind of starts out that way because I sure did. I really was like, okay, well, I have my license. I don't know what I want to do. And yeah. I got into lashes somehow. And then I'm like, okay. And I <laughs> was just doing it for fun as a side thing while I was in school. And then it turned into a career right after I graduated with my bachelor's degree. Yeah. So I really definitely think that it just matters what you're looking for out of it. And sometimes it can turn into something else you never thought it would. But definitely like take your time and think about it before you start because yeah. it is definitely a commitment. Yeah. So like Atalia said, you want to kind of establish your goals for it. Like is it something you kind of just want to have extra money with or is this something that you have a vision of it being your full-time career? And if it is something like being a full-time career, do you see yourself wanting to own your own salon or, you know, eventually open up your own thing and have employees? Or if you just kind of want to work for somebody else, you want to establish those things in the beginning because some things can be tricky to get out of once you're in it. And you just kind of want to think about what path you want to go down before you start. And doing lashes, whether it's as as a side hustle or as a full-time job, doing lashes and starting is an investment in itself so you definitely don't want to like start do it for a week or a Mm -hmm. month and then all right I'm done because for one you're not going to be able to sell what you're everything you bought for what you paid for it you're Mm going to lose on out on money so you definitely want to make sure you know what you want at least as much as you think you know that you want before you start because obviously not everybody knows from the jump exactly what they want but just have a good good strong idea before beginning yeah Or just know yourself well enough to know what kind of environment you'd want to be in, whether it be working for somebody else or if you think that you're not somebody who would want to do that and you want to, you know, take your own lane. So it's just kind of defining what you want out of it. So yeah, that's kind of step one is just establish your goals and know exactly what you are looking for out of lash extensions and then you can go from there. So the biggest thing, obviously, when you are thinking about starting and kind of what path you want to go in, whether it be salon or solo, you have to figure out what kind of money you have to start with it. And obviously, both both options, it's still going to be a little pricey. But obviously, if you are 
planning to do it yourself and you are paying rent for a space or whatever the case may be, it's going to be more of a responsibility if you're doing it solo than working for somebody else. Maybe in the long run, it won't be. You might get more out of it doing it solo than a salon. But to start off, you're going to have to make sure you have some kind of money to pay for the things that you're about to experience with all the expenses that you're about to take on. So you may be thinking or wondering like, so what is my safest option? Mm -hmm. Your safest option is probably working based off commission because yes. for one, you're not le you know legally binded to paying a certain amount of money for booth rent each month mm -hmm. or you're not legally signed to your own, so like your own place, your own studio for rent. Yep. So the safest option the easiest option is to do commission based. So, you know, working literally under someone else and making a commission based off every person that you do. Yes. Versus like going in and saying, okay, I'm a booth rent. You know, sometimes for that, you do need your own clientele. Sometimes you mm -hmm. are given some clientele. Sometimes it's both. And then you also usually have to sign a contract. It could be month to month, it could be six months or whatever. But yeah. it's a contract saying you owe this person maybe $600 a month, whether you make money or not. Like Italia was saying, commission is the safest option if you don't have a clientele yet, you're completely new and you have, you know, no idea how you're going to get this clientele. You know, paying booth rent monthly is something that you may not know if you have the enough money to pay that because you have no clients yet. So if you are starting out and you want to take the safer route, then obviously commission is a smart choice. But if you think that, you know, you have the ambition to want to like, you know, start doing whatever it is that you feel like is going to get you to the point where you have a more bigger clientele yeah. and you want to take that risk, then you can do booth rent because eventually, obviously, when you get more clientele, commission is going to be more pricey right. than booth rent once you get to a certain point. So it's kind of like weighing your options, what you think and what you feel that you're going to need and want to do, as well as you know, commission, you really have to read the contracts that you are signing when you do go in salons because you just want to make sure that it fits with what you are thinking and planning in your future. Because I actually had went to a salon for an interview to maybe pursue working at a salon at first because I didn't have a clientele. And it is that safety feeling of, you know, I don't You're have a clientele. You're not going to lose out on money. Exactly. Well, that's not that's true and not true because you could possibly but the contract that was written up with that was I was I had to stay there for six months and do commission for six months Whether so you liked it or not yeah so if I what if I did build up a good clientele for six months and you know the commission was 35 percent and I was making much more then and I was paying I would be paying you know like triple what booth rent would be by that point if I did have a big clientele by then so you just kind of have to think about those certain things and it also depends on what salon you're going to some may not have certain contracts like that or maybe a little bit more lenient so you really just have to shop around if you are thinking about going to salon in that aspect and what I meant by your it's way less likely that you're going to lose out on money is because with commission, you're usually handed clientele. You're working, mm -hmm. you know, you're doing someone else's clientele or whatever the business owner is. They are having a clientele come in and you're doing that for them. 
Yeah. As well as, you know, versus booth rent, you're putting out $600, whether you have one client or 10 clients or 30 clients, you have to put out that same amount of money. But also sometimes with commission based, they're supplying you the products as well. You're not, you're not do using your own. Mm -hmm. In other cases, you may be required to bring your own products in. But if they're, if they're providing the products, providing the clients, you're not losing out on any money because you're in there, you know, making money either way. You have to be paid something either way. So that's what I meant by you. It's really way less likely that you're going to lose out on money versus if you go straight into booth renting or straight into your own studio. Yeah. And I just meant that you could possibly lose out on money if you are end up paying more than what the booth rent would be if you are that successful in those certain months. Yeah. So it just, it's really just a risk because you just don't know what's going to happen. So you just have to determine what you feel is best for you. And that's why signing things like that is scary because you really don't know where you're going to be in a month, let alone six or a year, you know? Mm -hmm. So you just definitely want to make sure you are, like Ursula said, reading it thoroughly and really like maybe even having like someone legally look at it and like (laughs) help you because yeah, you know, there can be some tricky things. Yeah, and it really is. I've seen a lot of people get screwed over, and that's a really kind of a scary thing because you definitely don't want to, like, screw yourself over in the end. Yeah, and some salons, you know, won't – if you try to leave the salon and open up your own, some salons have in their contract that you can't take the clientele with you and things like that. So it's just all those little things you have to look into. So basically what we're saying is, like, deciding if you want to do commission is the safest, the easiest. Um, in a way, I'm not going to say it is for 100% fact, but I will mm-hmm. say it is just because it's the quickest, really. I will say to decide if you're ready to booth rent is if you have somewhat of clientele. Yeah. Um, and it also depends where you're booth renting. If you're booth yeah. renting in a lash studio, then they may give you lash clients Mm -hmm. if you're booth renting in a hair salon to do lashes but everybody else's hair you potentially may get the hair clients but you potentially might have to just have your own clientele because Mm -hmm. those are hair people those are people looking to get their lashes done so it depends where you're booth renting as well because like I said some people may give you clientele some people may not so that's kind of how you have to base off if you are ready to you know, sign a lease and booth rent is if you are in that place for that, whether whichever side or way you pick. And really deciding if you want to do your own studio or open up your own little suite or whatever it may be will be as if you're saying, listen, I mean, it can be if you have a clientele, it can be if you don't have a clientele. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you do have a clientele, that's the easiest way. Okay. I already have a clientele. I'm starting out. And then, you know, there you go. You brand yourself, you market yourself and you, Mm -hmm. you know, grow your business. Or if you don't have a clientele and you start your own place all by yourself and, you know, like I said, you have nobody, then yeah, you're putting out all that money and hoping to get it back and hoping to grow a clientele as quickly as possible, but that's not guaranteed. So you definitely, it's really just about the risk you're willing to take, the money you're willing to put in and what you're really looking for out of it. Exactly. So yeah, that's an that's another factor that plays into, you know, whether you may want to go to a salon or if you want to do solo is do you have clientele yet or not? And that kind of also goes into like your goals and your vision for what you want to be futuristic in your career. Like, do you even care to have your own salon one day or do you even care to like be your own boss and like do all of the business things because there's a lot that comes with being a solo lash artist and having all the business responsibility on you as well or do you not care to want to mess with any of that stuff and work for somebody else and have everybody else handle all that stuff so that's something you have to decide as well but you know 
you may not want to open up your own place if you don't have enough clientele to because now you have to pay the bills you have to pay um all the utilities all of the things that goes into owning your own little space and all the things you have to supply as in you know snacks and stuff like that if you want to have that in your studio there's just so much that you'd have to supply for yourself so if you feel like i don't know if i feel comfortable enough with the clientele i have to do that then maybe you'd want to lean more to, towards salon. It just all depends on all of those things, as well as the biggest thing being what you have for your vision for yourself. Because it's much more easier if you do have a vision for yourself, being an, your own salon owner one day, to kind of build up things on your own instead of kind of shadowing under a salon or shadowing under somebody else's vision instead of full force going on your own vision and really being passionate and maybe just give yourself six months or 12 months to be like, okay, let me really pursue this and see if it can be something. And then if it doesn't work, maybe then I can try a salon if it's just not meant to be or whatever the case may be. So you really just have to know what you want. And it can be like kind of hindering to like work under someone else because if you are totally different than that person, there's a problem. And then yeah. also if you're like, yeah, you're like you want to go in a different direction or you learn all this stuff at this salon, then you d decide, okay, I'm going to open my own. And now you have to unlearn all that stuff exactly. because you didn't like it. And then now you have to like learn for yourself and learn all these new lessons of, you know, when you start your own business, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. And I just feel mm -hmm. like it can really like mess you up if you are deciding to do that. And that's not in every case scenario. That is not speaking for every because there's a lot of people who start a salon and then end up being their own big salon owner yeah. and there's no issue. So that's not for everybody, but I'm saying if you are that type of person where you know you're working somewhere and you're not truly happy and you don't like mm -hmm. the way they run things and all those things and then you're like, you know, I don't like this and then you move somewhere else and then now you have to like figure out how what is the right way then because that was yeah. horrible. I didn't like that personally. So what is the right way or the way that I would like to really run a business and that's exciting to be able to do something like that, but it's definitely hard and it really is difficult to that transition yeah. it's alone is just a lot so you just definitely want to make sure you're picking what based on the type of person you are so you really have to like look at yourself mm -hmm. and like decide for yourself and I know we keep saying that but it really is true like it's not this is not something you just this is not just something that you just jump into mm -hmm. and not knowing that because it really all depends on that one factor because really each option each direction is so mm -hmm. different so you can't yeah. just pick one and be like okay I'll figure it out later I mean, I mean you can, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you can but I wouldn't recommend I mean yeah. it works out for some people it does but yeah. not for everyone and the best thing, way to do it is what to like decide what you want first and yeah. I mean like I said no one truly knows 100% exactly. but you can just give yourself a good idea but you can at least start to brainstorm and at least think about it yeah and like seriously just get like a notebook get a journal and write down random stuff all over the pages and read it later and say oh okay like you that's how you figure it out like it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be some cookie cutter way or yeah. you know overnight but just like figure it figure it out and that takes time and that's fine like do some research like listen to some podcasts like do whatever yeah. it takes to get where you need to be but you definitely just want to make sure you're not just making something up or just like jumping into it if you like don't have an idea and that's okay yeah and also I just want to add in like go obviously make an educated logical decision but also you know listen to your gut feeling too if you have a feeling about something that you know you know it doesn't feel right if you do something 
if you go in that certain direction and you'd rather be doing something else and you'd rather be pursuing something else and you'd be happier doing whatever it is that you have that gut feeling about, then listen to that because that that means something too. And just remember that salon working in a salon is not for everybody like we said as well as like starting your own business is not for everybody because business owning a business is like really one of the hardest things I've ever done personally and this is like my sixth year of doing lashes and like literally the what it entails just keeps like the list just keeps growing yeah like it's thing after thing that you have to do about all this there's so many legal documents it's so much more than what people think it Mm -hmm. is and Although I love it and I enjoy it and I'm super grateful for it, it really is challenging and it really is stressful. So if you want to do that, yeah, like make sure you have the ambition to Mm -hmm. do that and and the motivation to like push yourself to do what needs to be done to be successful with your business. And I just feel like a lot of people need to hear that because a lot of people want to own a business and it sounds all great. But there's a lot to it. And I just feel like a lot of people don't really realize Realize all. all the work behind the... Yeah, the it's not yeah. just apply for business license, have a business, pay your taxes. It's not that easy, actually. It yeah. really isn't. So you just really want to make sure you're making the de- de- best decision for yourself because there's some people that it's just not for them. And it is okay. You know, everybody doesn't have to be a business owner. It's okay to just be an employee and get mm-hmm. a W-2. There's nothing wrong with that. Do like, what feels don't right take with that you. The way. Yes. Yeah. I just feel like a lot of people think I need a business owner. I need to do it myself. Like if you want to and you can mm-hmm. do it, great. But if you want to just be an employee, yeah. just be an employee. That there's nothing okay, wrong with yeah. that. Like don't, don't feel like you have to be a business owner. You have to do it. You don't. Yeah. And that also comes, like I said, with a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of hard work and a lot of responsibility because now you are the boss and everything falls on you. Right. And you, nobody else is going to do what needs to be done. You have to do it. No one's going to do it like you're going to do it. (laughs) So you just have to keep that in mind too. It may, it sounds fun and it is fun, but it's also hard work. So it's equally both. (laughs) So to end off this episode, we're just going to give a little bit of a brief story on kind of our journey and and how we chose our path and the decisions we made along the way. So for me, so I had got certified in 2020, the end of 2020, and I fell in love with lashes ever since I knew what they were and I wanted to learn them and I was just like this is something I definitely want to do but you know when you first start things you never know exactly where it's going to take you or exactly what you want it to be so I got certified and I was practicing with on people out of my apartment I had a little room that I dedicated to just doing lashes and I was practicing for a while so I had a few like family friend clientele but nothing big and so I had paid all this money to get certified and everything like that and I was kind of I almost was like in a place where I was like I don't know if I'm ready or I was kind of like giving up on it like I don't know which direction I should go in because I definitely knew that I wanted to create my own little thing have my own little place eventually but it's hard when you have zero clientele and you just don't know which direction to go in because you have no idea where your business will go. So I had two opportunities actually presented to me with a salon opportunity. 
And then Natalia had got her place where she was just working out there solo. And she had asked if I would maybe want to work out of there with her. And being in the position I was in, obviously, I was much more intrigued by the salon just because I could obviously get a lot more clientele, get my name out there a little bit more just because the salon was pretty well known in our area. And they already had clientele calling and she was going to be able to give me clientele. So obviously that sounded nice, but I had a vision for myself of not being like working under somebody for a long amount of time. And, you know, she was wanting me to sign a contract and everything like that. And then after talking with Italia, I realized, you know, I want to give it my all for these 12 months that Italia's in here to see how I can build my business myself. And that's what I've been doing. We've been in there for what, seven months, six, seven months now. And I am so happy with the decision that I made. And you just kind of have to decide for yourself what risk you're willing to take. And I am happy with the choice of you know, building it up myself because that's what I wanted. I I can't imagine really working for somebody else because yeah. that's not what I wanted. But I mean, if Italia wasn't an option, I would have had to. Like that's really all the option I had to or, you know, working out of my house. But that's not something I wanted to do either. So you just really have to decide what is best for you and go with it. <laughs> And then for me, I've been doing lashes like for five years and then I was just doing the same thing like home and all these other places. And I just felt like, you know, I if I'm going to like graduate college and not use my degree, it better be for something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to take the leap and I'm just going to like open up my own little place and I'm going to sign a year lease and, you know, commit to X amount of money. And that's scary because Mm -hmm. I did have a clientele and all, but, you know, I was more small based because it was a part time job for me and I had another job and I was in school full time. So it was just a lot. And I just felt like I didn't want to do it all during that time. But I was like, I'm graduating school. I mean, I'm still working my other job, but I was like, I don't have school as an excuse anymore. So it's like only right for me to, you know, take a step further. And that was to open up the studio. So I did. And um, right when I did it, that's when like me and Crystal were talking about it. And she was like, you know, she had got certified, but she wasn't using it and she wasn't really practicing much. She was doing like one or two people and that was it. And she was like, I don't know and stuff like that. And I was like, well, you know, I mean, I'm open up a spot and there's another, honestly, there's space for two people in there. You know, you don't need but so much space. So I was like, if you want, you can come in here. And, um, she was, yeah, like definitely skeptical. And I really didn't, I honestly did didn't think she was going to go in there. Definitely thought she was going to go to the salon because she was like, I'm just going to go check it out. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And I just kept saying to her, I was like, I mean, you make your decision what works for you. I mean, I'm not in your body. I'm not in your mind. But I'm just going to say that like what you're trying to do, which is Nova Lash and Mm -hmm. what you want to do long term was like, is, you know, make it your job and your career or maybe or even. And I'm like, honestly, I definitely think that like, doing that is just it's just like like hindering you because it's Mm -hmm. like you really can't do Nova Lash there then you also are like you know around all these other people doing stuff that you don't do like Mm -hmm. it kind of against what we learn in Nova Lash some other extensions are kind of opposite so you know that's not bashing anybody or any other brand or anything like that but it definitely is just different and for what what like she just paid 
twelve, thirteen hundred dollars to learn she's not even using. So it's just kind of like, really? Like you just invested in yourself to just Mm -hmm. kind of throw it away for at least the time being. Like, don't do that. Like like it is scary. I mean, I totally get it. I mean, even though I had a clientele, like still signing a lease for all that money is still was still scary because everybody can leave tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So I definitely get like where she was coming from and the story is like more crystal story than mine at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But it definitely like worked out for me as well. Like I grew my clientele and I'm, you know, I have like double, triple the clientele I had before Mm -hmm. when I was doing it more part time, when I was doing it two to three days a week and now I'm doing it like five days a week. So I definitely think that, you know, I definitely want to encourage people to take the leap as well. Like I did, like Crystal did, because although it's scary, like he said, we were willing to take a risk. And I definitely think everybody is going to have to take a risk, but just choose your risk wisely. Yeah. And it's, although it is risky and it is scary, that's also very rewarding on the other end. And especially if you are somebody who knows that you are an ambition person and you're passionate about what you're doing and you're going to put in the hard work, then it's a risk worth taking. And like I say in the other episodes, you know, at least give yourself six to 12 months because it's not going to happen overnight. And there's going to be some months where you're like, oh my God, I don't know if this is working. But you have to give yourself at least that time to be able to build and do grow your business. And it really was so like interesting to like watch Crystal grow her business all by herself because I wasn't helping her. Like that was her thing. You know, like I'm working on my business. She's working on hers. <laughs> that sounds rude. I wasn't no. helping her. But like I was worried on mine. She was working yeah. on hers. Like we're, we're solo. We're mm-hmm. not, we don't, we're not business partners in that way that we do each other's businesses. We yeah. are, have, both have our own. We both work hard on our own. And to see that and like to see her finally, you know, getting bookings randomly and stuff like that, you can tell that she's very proud of herself. And I'm very proud too because it is, it's scary and it's hard work. And it's, you know, you put a lot of money out there and you just hope yeah. to get it back. So <laughs> definitely understand that it's like, it's challenging. Yes. And thank you very much for that. I am proud of you too because you are growing just as much. And I want to thank you as well for just providing that opportunity for me. (laughs) But that includes, concludes this episode. And if you guys would follow us on all of our socials at Lash Girls Need Love too, give us ratings, reviews, and, you know, leave us suggestions, everything like that. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye.